try this instead. I'm going to be someone who wakes up at 6 a.m. three days a week to work out. I'm going to be someone who drinks water before I drink coffee. I'm going to be someone who does this, this, and this. And you know that when you do that, there might be days where you fail. I'm saying fail because anytime we set an ideal in front of us, we're inevitably going to miss sometimes. But that's okay because as we miss, we're growing because growth comes through pushing on your threshold, pushing on the fence, and the fence gets further and further away, which means you're growing more and more. Welcome everyone to today's live video. We did a poll, or I put a poll in the Facebook group for those that aren't in the Facebook group and are listening to podcast. We have a free members Facebook group that you're free to join, but I put a poll in there asking what we should talk about on this episode of our live today. And it was between mindset, fitness, nutrition, mindset, edge, fitness, and nutrition out by one vote. So it was three, two, two. So we get to talk about mindset, Tom, one of our favorite things. Yeah, this is the one that I think you and I tend to talk about the most, I would say. Um, obviously we know that fitness and nutrition are two very important parts of our health as well, but you spend 24 seven inside your own head. So that is probably one of the, the biggest things that we can, um, work on. And a lot of people maybe haven't even thought of working on it before. Right. So I think it's kind of one of the newer things that is coming into the health and fitness space. And it's one of those things that, I mean, yeah, it definitely, definitely pays off to start working on some of the skills built around mindset, which we have done with a lot of our clients already. Um, But today I know we're talking about how to help or three kind of pillars of how to help grow or develop a really good mindset. So what was number, I think I wrote them down. Yeah, I do. First one that we talked about was know your why. So I know you are big on this one. You want to take that one? Yeah. And the reason I think like Tom was alluding to that this is becoming more and more popular in fitness is that if you think about nutrition, you can only apply what you've learned in nutrition to nutrition. I mean, there'll be some carryover to other parts of life, but you think about mindset, okay, how I develop my mindset, I can apply that to my fitness I can apply that to my relationships, like getting stronger relationships. I can apply that to business success, or maybe it's um, as an employee. You could apply it to many different things. And that's why we believe mindset's so powerful to work on. And when Tom, Tom just mentioned, the first pillar we're going to talk about is knowing your why. And this is one of those things that can be transferred into multiple different aspects of your life. You have to know why you're doing something. Or we rec- highly recommend you know why. Because if you don't know why you're doing something, if you don't know why you want to lose weight, you don't know why you want to get stronger, you don't know why you want to go to the gym, you don't know why you want that new job, then when you meet resistance, right? When things don't go exactly how you plan them out in your head, which rarely they do, then you're more likely to stop, right? So often we think of, a strong mindset as just having a strong mindset. But in reality, it's your ability to attach yourself to why you're doing something. It acts as an anchor because when you can anchor yourself 
to why something's important. When you can get down to the deep purpose of why you want to do what you want to do or achieve what you want to achieve or transform your life, that's where that transformation happens. That achievement and external byproduct that people can see happens. Yeah, I think that is, well, the why is the first pillar for a reason, because that's where a lot of it, a lot of mindset stuff starts, I think. Um, like you're kind of like beginning with the end in mind in a way where you're like, okay, if I, if I'm doing this because I want to be a better husband, a better father, better, whatever you, you have that goal. And then you can kind of work backwards. And like you said, when things get tough, you can think of like, that's why I'm doing, I want to be this, but it's also got to be the why has to be very powerful. It can't just be like something external necessarily, or like we would highly recommend again, like making sure that it is something that is very, very meaningful to you. Um, or that is something greater than yourself. That's the best why something you're, you're working towards something greater than yourself. Yep. And that is, that's the big, I think, determining factor of what makes a good why. So it can take a while to think about what that could be, but once you kind of have a, a bigger, a greater purpose behind it all, right. A bigger why then everything else. Yeah. kind of becomes a little bit easier when you do get stuck. We talked about motivation a little while ago, right? Like when you motivation, you can use it, but it's not going to stick around forever. So when you don't have that motivation, what are you going to tie yourself back to, to follow through on the commitments that you said you were going to do regardless? Yep. hundred percent. And when you, we, I mean, with some, like I, I work with athletes too in developing this mental toughness or resilient mindset in reality, what we see as mental toughness or resiliency or mental resiliency, it just comes down to someone being so deeply rooted and attached to why they're doing something. Um, and that, that, that sounds, it's harder to articulate that, but that is usually true, right? You just, you have to know why you're doing it. Cause the, there's a quote, the, the strong, the strongest why can get you through almost any how. I mean, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but there, it's out there somewhere. There's a quote around there. So the second pillar is language and how you see yourself or your belief system. And when we say that, it's your belief system in how you perceive your surroundings, how you talk to yourself about how you may have not reached your goals in the past. These all have a strong influence on your ability to reach success in the future. Yeah. This is actually, this is one of my, my bigger passions and something that I still work through a ton as well. But like we talked about my, or your, somebody's why, like my, one of my big whys is to help people eliminate the false narratives that are going on inside of their head so that they can live a life of significance and impact for their families and future. Right. And a lot of this stuff, the reason, well, what's the saying? Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's these narratives that we are telling ourselves of, I can't do this, or I'm no good at this, or 
whatever it may be, those can't, should, shouldn't, wouldn't, those types of words, if those are in your vocabulary, it's tough to, to take them out, but I would encourage you to practice trying to take those words out of your vocabulary. Cause first of all, they're, I mean, they're, they're negative and kind of shaming, but that's also shaping the way that, yeah, that you, you view yourself and the way that you will then therefore present yourself or more likely you'll present yourself in maybe a less confident version of yourself um, out in, out in public or at your, at your job um, in front of your family, your spouse, partner, whatever. So I think, yeah, eliminating those words. And then we talked about recently as well, just changing the way that you do talk to yourself and then actually speaking it out loud, right? And speaking those positive things into your life, actually speaking them into your life. And then it can help if you, if you know somebody that you love and care about is struggling with this stuff, like build them up, like tell them what they have done really well. Maybe that's impacted you or what they currently are doing really well or something that you admire about them. Um, that can help build somebody else's beliefs as well. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you can even put a sub point there, building others up and gaining the confidence because that takes a lot of strength and courage to be vulnerable and speak that into other people's life, like encourage them, encourage them. And that means that you're developing yourself as a person too, because you're not comparing yourself. You're encouraging, you're finding people that you admire and qualities you admire, and you want to take those on yourself. So instead of thinking that having this scarcity mindset and saying, Hey, they have this, so I can't have this. No, they have this thing. And I want to encourage them in that because that's really awesome. And how do I, how do I take that on myself? How do I incorporate that into my life? And even in the way, in the words you use about yourself. So it, in terms of health and fitness, it might not make sense how if we call ourselves an anxious person or we call ourselves someone who is scared or someone who has always been overweight or I am an overweight person, like all these different things. It's, it's not who you are. It's just something you're feeling, right? You're feeling anxiety. And if you, and we won't get too down deep in the weeds here, but if you continue to speak that stuff and you notice that that's pretty normal to say, how often do you talk, hear someone say, I am excited, right? I am this, I am optimistic. I am excited to learn and grow. And just slowly changing some words you use can have a massive impact on the actions you take because your beliefs dictate your action. And action is what it takes to actually elicit change in your life, right? We want these by the byproduct of hard work, but we don't want to take the action, consistent action to get there. So once you start to change your language and start to change how you view yourself, then you'll start to take the action of someone who sees himself succeeding in those things. Yeah. That's like the general, the general flow, right? It's your mind or your thoughts influence your actions which influence your results. So we always talk about the action part of things, but there's actually a step before that, which is your 
the way that you view yourself and your thought process. And so we need to, that in, like we said, this may be one of the, it's hard to, we were saying, it's hard to, hard to quantify if you're like, you know, in the gym, you can see yourself getting better, like lifting more weights or getting faster times or whatever. You could maybe see results um, from an in-body scan going the way that you want to because of the work you did and your nutrition combination. Like you could see more muscle gain or more fat loss or whatever. You can see that, but it's really hard to see it from a, a mindset perspective to know if you are developing a stronger mindset or a better growth mindset or you know, maybe you're just being more positive. Like that's a lot of times other people will probably notice it in you before, before you do, I think. Yeah. And then like you said, you'll, you'll see the results happening because of this mindset change, right? It's, it's hard to quantify, but people will notice, and you'll start to notice that the things you once said were goal of yours start happening, but your focus was growing as a person instead of just trying to get the byproduct. Because if you change as a person, starting with that mindset, you take action on that mindset shift, and then that's when the results start, start happening. But you can keep it because you have had this mindset shift and you've changed in who you are. You've become the healthy and fit person. So the last one is more a more focused way of looking at things. So looking at things as an opportunity or trying to be the beginner every single day, right? When you're the beginner, when you are constantly learning, it takes a lot of pressure off yourself. It's not about having to be perfect at something because rarely is it possible to be perfect at something, right? It, well, it's not. Perfection isn't the goal. Progress is the goal. So when you're focused on being the beginner, then you start to seek people out who are maybe just a little bit ahead of you in the area you want to improve on. And when you seek those people out, they'll help you get through those challenging times that they went through prior. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Like you don't need to necessarily look at somebody who is already accomplished everything you want to accomplish. Like that person is going to be very hard to find, but if you can find somebody who is just one step ahead, even, they can help you because they've been through whatever you're maybe going to about to go through and they have that own experience and they can relate to you because they've gone through it already. Um, but this is like, this kind of ties into growth mindset versus fixed mindset as well. Right. Um, you know, being the beginner, always looking to learn and to grow. And one, if you haven't read mindset by Carol Dweck, that is going to be the book that for thinking about actionables or like, I know books are, books are great. Um, but it's going to be the action that you take from the book. Of course, that's right. going to be what will actually matter with what you do with it. Um, but that is one book where I would say you've probably heard a lot about growth mindset before or fixed mindset before, but I don't know if you will, tr- I mean, maybe if you've got, if you've done like a master's degree on it or whatever, you probably know a lot, but if you're regular everyday person, like I was, I don't think you'll understand growth versus fixed mindset until you read that book. Mm. That is going to really, it goes much deeper into this sort of thing. And growth mindset, I think often gets, or sorry, a fixed mindset often gets associated with somebody who is, you know, maybe just they're stuck in a certain way. And it's seen as like, they just aren't looking, they don't want to 
you know, they don't want a grower. It's looked at someone who's maybe not as, not as smart or not as athletic, like they aren't willing to grow, but a fixed mindset can be the exact opposite as well. It can be somebody who is extremely good at certain things, but they aren't willing to push themselves because they're worried about what it's going to make them look like if they fail. Mm -hmm. So that is a really good book that I would say, if you're looking at, you know, ways to approach, you know, being the beginner and always looking at um, things as, yeah, an opportunity or ways that you think you can continue to, to learn. Um, because I think it's not necessarily the, there are a lot of things that we don't know, but, and it's, it's okay to not know things. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily the things that we don't know that are going to hurt us, but it's thinking, you know, everything there is to know already. I think so. Once you, once you think, you know, everything there is, like you think you know the full story, but you maybe haven't heard a different part of it. And then somebody comes in and explains it a little bit differently. And then that story all of a sudden takes on a whole different meaning. So um, that I think is super important. Always looking to learn, seeking, seeking to understand first before just like maybe offering your, your opinion on something. Um, listening is a big one too. Yeah. Listening to learn. Absolutely. It's just that beginner curiosity mindset. Yeah. And so if we can just capture the pillars again, it's know your why, change your language, and be the beginner. And in terms of your health and fitness, what this looks like is, hey, why do you want to get stronger? Why do you want to lose weight? And start saying that I am someone who is going to go to the gym right? Focus on the actions instead of just the outcome. Instead of saying, Hey, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to gain five pounds of muscle. Try this instead. I'm going to be someone who wakes up at 6am three days a week to work out. I'm going to be someone who drinks water before I drink coffee. I'm going to be someone who does this, this, and this. And you know that when you do that, there might be days where you fail. I'm saying fail because anytime we set an ideal in front of us, we're inevitably going to miss sometimes, but that's okay. Because as we miss, we're growing because growth comes through pushing on your threshold, pushing on the fence and the fence gets further and further away, which means you're growing more and more. Yeah. I'm going to give you a different way. You said fail, give you a different acronym for fail. Yes. First attempt in learning. Where's the, Mic drop thing. Tom. Yeah, there you go. That oh, I think I is, that. um, cause that's the, sometimes, what is it? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn like there's never, uh, that's part of the growth mindset. Like you, what we're taught to look at as failure right now is hundred percent a learning opportunity. There's something yeah. that maybe you did wrong or somebody else did not wrong, but somebody else, something that you could improve on or something somebody else could improve on but there's always an opportunity to identify where that is. Yep. Love it. Well, thanks, Tom. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And we look forward to seeing you Thursday.